0: This is Gareth Jones on Speed, episode 275, the Tour de M25, part two. An attempt to drive a Hyundai hydrogen fuel cell car around Britain's busiest motorway, continuously, until the record for the greatest distance by a fuel cell car is broken. We join Gareth at the wheel, along with Kate Buchanan from Anglo-American, as they edge closer and closer to achieving their goal.
1: Okay, been driving the car for, I don't know, what, half an hour or so now, Kate, I think? That's correct. yeah. We're still on the M25. I'm going to try and keep it that way. We've just gone past the exit for St. Albans, and I'm looking at the odometer in front of me, and it's just about to go to 10,000 miles. Now, the distance that we're trying to set is not 10,000 miles. This car had about... 3,020 miles on the clock so we're having to do a calculation take away the mileage that the car had when we started from the total mileage shown here and that will tell us whether we've made the figure which is what miles we're going to do we want
0: to do more than
1: 6,025 miles 6,025 miles so yes. as soon as we go to 26 6,026 miles record
0: absolutely Whoop.
1: The car is equipped with a GoPro, which Hyundai have supplied. I've brought my GoPro as well, and Kate has got her phone with her with a video camera on it. So, as we approach the record distance, uh, there's going to be a bit of scrambling around and recording to make sure that we capture this for posterity. But not for the Guinness World Book of Records. They're not that interested in this, are they? No. This is an industry record. It's an
0: industry record, that's correct. Yeah.
1: Who set the previous one? Do you know? No, I don't expect you to know. <laughs>
0: no, it was set in Europe, I think it was in Germany. Right. It's actually on YouTube if Is you're it? interested in looking at it. Yeah. And two guys, uh, technical guys, basically drove the car and filmed a little bit. it, all with GoPros actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
1: Was it one of these? What, what? It was
0: the Hyundai yeah. i 35 yes.
1: Yeah. So we're breaking Hyundai's records as well. As That's well. good. Yeah. Not the bar. Absolutely.
0: I think this is probably harder driving than they had I think they had quite a bit easier
1: driving so this is really testing the car I'm lucky it's 20 to 8 on a Saturday morning the M25 is not as busy as it would have been at what 7 o'clock on a Friday evening I don't envy whoever was driving the car then that must have been so miserable but I was talking to Steve who was driving over the week and he was saying oh yeah if ever I saw lots of red lights I just got off at the next exit. I just went for a drive. Picked a bit of motorway because it's it's about distance, not about the M25. It's not about doing it on the M25. That's just to keep a closed loop. As long as the vehicle is still moving and you're putting miles on the odometer, you're doing your job. That's correct,
0: yeah. That's right. So yes, it does equate to 49 laps of
1: the M25. Right. I wonder how many you've actually done because of those extra little loops. Not that it matters, we know the total distance. When people ask, oh, how many laps did you do? You're going to then have to explain, well, we did go off and then we equivalent to, I think. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And it's about six miles from the refuelling point to the M25, so small sections were done on that bit as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, coming off around the Heathrow Perimeter Road
1: in and out of there they've been refueling the car every two laps or so so yep. that's every couple of hundred miles so yes, do you know right. how many refuels in total it will be towards the end? How could you maths? 200 by 6000, it's about 30 isn't it? 30 refills. Yes, possibly. thereabouts.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah thereabouts. Yeah. If it was a battery electric car it would take you considerably longer because of the recharging.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I been a lot more coffee's drank, I think, <laughs> while you're waiting for things to recharge up, even with a quick recharge. So, But no, it truly is. The, the refilling experience is so close to that that we do every day with either diesel or petrol. Yep. I think that's one of the big advantages, not only that it's quick,
1: yep. but it's, it's what familiar. you're used to. Yeah.
0: So for me, it, it is about, you have to obviously engage the pump and it clips and it clips on and it does some pressure testing but it literally is just a clip and it's away and does its thing. so from a habit point of view there's no change you don't have to think ahead or anything like that it's just familiar to you
1: hydrogen is probably more expensive than petrol at the moment per unit of energy I suppose or is it comparable
0: I think about now when we originally had the car a year ago and we were doing some comparisons on cost per mile it was equivalent back then and as you say as more hydrogen is used the price will come down for it i estimated it to be about equivalent to using a diesel or a petrol car at the time.
1: right i would be absolutely fascinated to run a hydrogen car for a long period of time but for me the trick would be to make sure that there's a hydrogen refuelling point somewhere in the north west you know North Wales Chester Liverpool because yep. a bulk of my journeys end up going up to that part of the world I know there's a refuelling point in Sheffield yes that's right is there that, is one at the is that 700 that one I
0: think it's 350 but right. it's been upgraded I believe ah. to 700 as well but there are another 12 going in uh, as, as, as part of the first phase rollout, which is in, across about the next year the estimation is to have a basic network here. There's some analysis been done and they estimate 65 filling stations will make the difference to put a basic infrastructure in place. Around so major
1: that. trunk roads, where the population densities are, yes. and will they go into places like supermarkets or fuel stations? Are you interested in giving well, you space? What that's what we
0: hope. Um, the one at Hindon is actually part of the same there it's next to it's not actually on the same forecourt but if you drive up to the Hinton sainsburys you'll see next to it kind of in parallel to it there is a hydrogen filling station there cool
1: so that would be good to have i'm just looking at the tripometer here yes this is 9205 okay the the magic figure is 9229 so yeah 20 miles to go to a record. Woohoo! If we're
0: not careful we'll be chatting too much yeah, and miss it.
1: Yeah. Audio recording first. My GoPro. Come on, my GoPro, wake up. Yep. Yeah. There GoPro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, their GoPro on. Okay. Turning my GoPro on. You're going over yeah. Thank you. This is off. Okay. We're recording on everything, I think. Yeah. Flashing, flashing, unstable. All right. I just looked at the milometer. At the moment, it says 9,223 miles, which means in six miles' time, this car that I'm driving will have broken, but record. Now where are we at the moment? We're in lane two of four lanes of the M25. I'm in a left-hand drive, Hyundai iX35 FC, which stands for fuel cell. Kate Buchanan from Anglo-American, the mineral firm, sitting alongside me. We're on the M25. It's genuinely exciting, isn't it? It certainly is, yes. It's Um, very exciting. Current speed is 60 miles per hour. We're appropriately behind a national grid vehicle. (laughs) Okay, it now says 9,224, so five miles to go. We're by... What junction is this? This is the junction for the A12 East. So, Romford, Essex, East London, Brentwood, that part of the world... It's going to move over a lane so I've got a clear gap in front of me so I can see where we are. 9, two, two, five, 4 miles to go. Holding our breath, we did not say no, anything Kate. I know, Kate. I know. I think I'm going to get my, my uh, I think I'm even phone if,
0: ready for this. So even you know, if this
1: engineering on this car died now and I took my foot off the pedal we would freewheel the distance enough to break the record, so I think we're probably there. Let's see. Still showing 9.225. These miles are passing very slowly now. Very slowly now aren't they? 9.226. Cars joining from the left. My speed has crept up to 65 miles per hour. I'm coming back to 60. I was terrified that we might get a puncture or something that might make it tricky because there's no spare on board the car, is there okay?
0: No spare, no.
1: But we have got a contingency in the event of a... Yeah,
0: obviously a, a we're legal and we have the, the compressor and the, yeah. the squirt liquid, so there is... And we have uh, tyres on standby, so we so can get yeah,
1: someone to yeah, put another yeah. tyre on the car if that were to happen.
0: Yeah, but, well, I hold to play on yeah. day are a partner in this project, so... How many Ryzen partners
1: same. are there? Dozens and
0: dozens? six partners, oh. just for this the London Hydrogen Network Expansion project. There was a specific project to, to improve the infrastructure and get some cars on the road. So it's headed by Air Products and there are a number of partners including Anglo American and Hyundai.
1: So Air Products are the hydrogen refilling stations. Anglo American provide the precious metals for the fuel cell. Hyundai, manufacturers of cars. Absolutely. Innovate, which is a UK government organisation, to encourage new technology. These are all some of the partners I remember from doing my homework yesterday.
0: Absolutely, and there's a few more. But well, I think we better concentrate on this record now.
1: Yep. So uh, just in nine, case we miss it. Yeah. Nine two two seven miles at the moment. Don't forget that the distance covered it's not what's shown on the odometer we're going for a distance of 6,000 and what do you say 25 miles was it 6,020 something miles over
0: 6,025 miles right so I'm going to just film on my phone now
1: yep
0: so apologies if I am close to you there
1: I think we know each other well enough now. I think
0: we do now we're now one mile to go
1: can do the countdown if you want go on, it's oh exciting. I don't think
0: so I think I'm
1: going to leave it to the professional. Uh, there's no professional to you just very enthusiastic amateurs absolutely <laughs> alright we're uh, by the M20 junction now the junction which is taking down to Tilbury 9228 stand by we have no digital countdown at the last tenth of a mile but here we go I'm watching, waiting for it to go, 9228. It's exciting. I'm tempted just to slam my foot on the brakes right now, but I won't, because we've got off-record. So this is chief. recording
0: here, isn't it, probably? Can you see
1: that? Yeah. Uh, on the phone. I, I think, I assume it is, I can't see, I'm, I'm afraid. 9229, there two, it two, is! 9229. Fantastic. This car has just driven 6025 miles which means we have broken the record for a distance covered over a fixed period of time by a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle and I am thrilled to be a part of that thank you very much indeed and congratulations Kate
0: congratulations it's very exciting yeah. very exciting and I'm just going to take a few photos of this on my phone so yeah I yeah pop it straight up on Twitter we have to keep the world involved as we're going around
1: if my podcast was cleared for PRS Performing Rights Society to be able to play other people's music I would sing the theme tune to Record Breaker <laughs> but I can't because it would cost me money at the moment <laughs> I can't but I can't say Record Breaker I can say that much fantastic I think we've got away with two notes so there we are stomping over the world record now Nine two three zero. and counting and counting yeah Come on, we're not just going to break this record, we're going to smash it into the ground and make it difficult for someone else to do any better.
0: Well, I'm pleased to say that I've recorded my lometer on my phone successfully. He
1: did, it's in there.
0: So it's in there, so we have not only photographs, we have film, we have everything, and we've done it, fantastic. What
1: is it they say, not only must you succeed, you must be seen to, to succeed. To
0: succeed, absolutely.
1: And we just did succeed. Well done. Well done, everyone forward of Robert Grove, who invented the fuel cell in 1840. From the Welshman who invented it, to a Welshman who d- helped drive the car. Got to drive the car across the line. The best bit. <laughs> Hello. Robin, it's Gareth Jones. You are live on Gareth Jones on Speed. (laughs) Hi, Gareth. I'm fantastic. Congratulations. I think Hyundai just broke a record with me at the wheel, which is a first.
2: Yeah, that's good news. I'm glad you've done that. It's the end of a long week, that is. So I'm glad you were in the car for the last few months.
1: How long has this project taken to conceive and plan, and where did the idea come from? Was it your idea? No,
2: I won't take the glory for that one. We're basically partners of a project called the LHLE project, which is the London Hydrogen Network expansion. A number of different companies involved, obviously one of which, their products is the for the fuel, but one of our customers is Anglo-American, and you are driving their vehicle at the moment, it was actually their idea. Up with something slightly different to promote the car's technology, and just show how viable the technology actually is. It's not just a case of it continually being 10 years away. You're in it, you've driven it, you've it, you've experienced it, so it just goes to show that it's all ready to go. There's no doubt that the car works,
1: as you know. I drove it a couple of years ago, and I'm a big advocate of carrying your energy around in hydrogen cars. How long have we got before hydrogen infrastructure makes
2: hydrogen road cars a viable solution for everybody? I think that's the key challenge for us now. We're not a manufacturer that subscribes to saying everyone has to have a hydrogen fuel cell car. There's an equal place in the market for electric vehicles, the internal combustion engine, hybrid fuel cell. It all comes down to customer choice. Yep. But I think the key thing for fuel cells for us is the fact it just gives you that whole non-behavioural change. And whilst the infrastructure is limited at the moment, you only need one station to support hundreds, if not thousands, of vehicles as opposed to something like an E V infrastructure which you need slightly more intensive amounts of physical charge points to support similar numbers of vehicles. Yep. The ultimate aim is by twenty twenty to get up to somewhere in the reach of 65 stations up and down the country, strategically located, which should enable you to, with relative ease, drive up and down the country. But I think for us now, this year certainly, is a real year for making people aware of the technology, aware of the advancement of the technology, to try and create a market pool, to try to get people to say to government, where are these stations? Why aren't we investing in these stations? I think you've seen quite a bit of government investment into pure electric vehicle charging points we're hoping to see a bit more of that heading towards hydrogen fuel cells
1: in Camp. This must be great for Hyundai, who, as a company, have come on in leaps and bounds in the last 20 years in terms of the image of the cars, the profile. You know, once upon a time, you were bargain basement budget cars. Now you're designing desirable, attractive cars and some of them with very high-end technology. At the moment, the only other commercially available fuel cell vehicle on the road in terms of cars is the Toyota Mirai so you've turned the company
2: around haven't you with this Commitment to hydrogen power? Yeah, the interesting thing for us is that as a manufacturer, we're still relatively young. We've only been building cars since the late 60s, which was, as you probably know, the first cars we built were old Cortina, we're not derelicts of that. The first proper vehicle we built, OBI, that wasn't until kind of mid 70s. So when you compare us to some of the more established brands, there's always going to be a challenge in terms of. Brand perception, as you said, the technology's there. I've been working for Eye for 12 years. In that space of time, the change of vehicles is astonishing in quality, performance, handling. What we need to do now is just to get that brand awareness up for us. That's the key challenge. We've already got it in some markets in the United States. Vehicle in the States, you've seen how many Hyundai's you'll see on the road out there. For us, fuel cell is a way of pushing that brand even further to say to people, look, look what we can do. We're doing something that a handful of manufacturers have got the ability to do, but we're already there, we're already with there with commercial deployment for our vehicles on the road, and we can start supplying these from any number. I think aside from fuel cell, interestingly for us look at some of the people that are now joining the brand. I mean, recently the, the, the previous head of BMW. M technology come over to Hyundai and we've now got the previous designer for Lamborghini who's come over to join us to help out the Genesis project. So we're really starting to change as a a brand and certainly over the next few years there's going to be a lot more in the way of exciting cars and that you and I and most of your listeners will be very interested in driving. It's Um, a risky
1: strategy though, isn't it? Being an early adopter of any technology or a pioneer means that you do all the development work for everybody else. Isn't there a downside
2: to this investment for Hyundai? Certainly going first. Is difficult. We were, we were the first vehicle to deploy fuel cell technology, and to do that is a struggle. Without wanting to blow a trumpet, I was responsible for bringing the first few cars in, getting them registered, getting them into the hands of customers. The problem with hydrogen is that there's no precedent, so everything you do is for the first time. So, yep. going through the registration process, just physically getting the number plate screwed to the car, is a challenge. And it is, obviously, Toyota have come to market, and we welcome them coming to market. We need more fuel cell cars. We want Honda, we want BMW, we want BMW. As soon as you come to market, it creates a normal marketplace, and we can go through it with you know, our normal approach. But yet, yeah, the other manufacturers do start to advise us the work we've done. But as you said, that's just part of being an early adopter. That's part of the pain you have to suffer, unfortunately, if you want to be a pioneer of the technology. Well, it's been a pleasure to share that pain
1: with you, Robin. Thank you for inviting me to come and drive this car. You know I'm a fan, and... You picked the right guy for this. Did I mention that I'm even wearing blue today? Because, you know, the natural colour of hydrogen is blue. I put on a blue jumper, my blue suede shoes, and I even have <laughs> blue framed glasses for when I need to look at things for later on.
2: So I'm well, on here message. Here's another advantage for hydrogen for you. Wearing your blue suede shoes, you can fill the car up with fuel and not worry about spoiling it with one bit. <laughs> You're never going to get a leak. <laughs>
1: Fantastic, Robin. Thank you very much. You mentioned exciting cars coming from Hyundai in the future. Will there be more exciting hydrogen challenges? What's next? Have you thought
2: of the next one yet? There's a few coming up that will especially interesting you and I will keep you in touch over the next few months but we're looking at doing longer and longer drives I mean, are just trying to identify where the exciting places we can go to in the car again proving the technology proving that they will cover the distance you're never going to have range anxiety but yeah there's a few things coming up that I can't tell you about just yet but we'll certainly be in touch and, and the next will be announcing that soon.
1: Robin I look forward to announcing that on Gareth Jones on and once again thank you very much indeed and congratulations. No worries thanks a lot. Bye man. Thanks. Bye. Wow, Robin Hales there from Hyundai, and the best thing about Robin is he's been a stalwart listener of Gareth Jones on Speed for many years. And it's because he listens to the show, his wife Zog and I were invited to drive one of these cars a couple of years ago, and why I've been invited to take part in this today. So, Robin, thank you very much indeed. Hyundai, thank you very much indeed. Kate Buchanan thank you very much indeed you must feel really good
0: very proud yes I've been part of this project right from the beginning so as Robin said we put our heads together this is all about amplifying the message and getting people interested in it and thinking of some way of doing that so we came up with this idea of record breaking attempts and uh, it's taken a few months and it's in conjunction with London Hydrogen Week as well so we picked a time that was a lot of other things going on and here we are and we've done it and it has been a very long week but now I'm smiling
1: yeah I can see your smile me too I have to admit I'm grinning from ear to ear yeah the task was done I'm just looking at the odometer and now 9249 so we're already 25 or 26 miles over the distance required to achieve the record and you know it was done with no breakdowns no incidents no flat tires and because it was done with a hydrogen fuel cell car like you could say the whole thing was done cleanly
0: absolutely <laughs> no tailpipe emissions not motor, water
1: just a bit of dribbling just a bit of water yeah coming out that's the just me dribbling yes, yes. You've been listening to Kate Buchanan and me, Gareth Jones. This was Gareth Jones on Speed. I'll see you in the future.
0: To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whiz Bang.
1: Gareth Jones on Speed!